Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl Sapphire and oh my goodness. I think everybody out there tonight is going to enjoy this episode. Now, of course, this is a sexuality podcast, but you know, I've been lately really flipping the script on you guys and you guys have been really receiving it. How real we get into the fucking conversation. So tonight I am brought, I have brought on one of my good friends, one of my partners out of San Diego goes by the name of Armand King. Some of you may have met him. Some of you earbuds out there may have met him, heard about him, seen him on social media. But he does a lot of good things for the community. But tonight we're going to get into some heavy, heavy shit talking about cannabis reform and, of course, freedom of speech when it comes to hip hop. Because let's face it, we're fucking up. Shit is getting fucked up. People are. There's a divide going on. So we're going to talk about it. And of course, again, cannabis, because I just smoked. I know some people out there are probably smoking while listening to this motherfucker. We're going to get into it. Good conversation. Armand just like blew to the sky right now. But Armand King, Paving Great Futures. You're an activist and author. You talk about sex trafficking. Just And now you're getting into the cannabis lifestyle as well, which I think is really dope. I don't know how else to introduce you other than Armand. Welcome to the stage. Thank you. Beaming. What's up, Says I miss you, man. When you coming back to San Diego, you, t- you left and never came back. <laughs> you know... You came back, you were undercover because you ain't said shit. Where you been, homie? You can't do that. You can't <laughs> shed your light on people and they just disappear. That's cold blood. That's I'm, being selfish. No, no, no. I'm back in L.A. I'm back in L.A. Um, working. Yeah, I'm two hours away. Um, I've just been really busy, you know, doing other radio outlets. Uh, I now am on iHeartMedia's Black Information Network, doing the traffic reporting for them. Um, Also been doing this podcast and working on some other things. I've just, you know, there's a point in life where, you know, your talents are being called elsewhere. And when you're not mentally happy... You, you got to go elsewhere, you know, money uh, and mental health is wealth. I always say it. like, and I was not okay in San Diego as much as I loved hanging out with you guys and, you know, doing the things that I did out there, especially community outreach. Like I refound my love of community outreach going back to San Diego and working with your organization, working with Tati and others. Um, but, you know, I... I had to do what I had to do. I had to come back home. I had to figure things out financially, mentally, and I could say that I'm in a better spot now. Sometimes you just have to come home. Cool. So, AKA, all that means you in a good spot now, so you gonna bring your ass to San Diego and say what's up every now and again. Yes. You ain't got to stay there. You come, you give dap, you uh, all that COVID elbow. And <laughs> LA ain't far. That's up the street. It's not. It's not far. No, I do want to come back. I do want to come back because I do miss a lot of folks out there like yourself. And no, I really, you know, 
It was, as I keep telling people, great place to visit, not a place to live for me. For me, it wasn't, it wasn't it. Hey, I'm the, I'm the reverse for LA. Like I've lived in LA, I've lived in Long Beach and I'm like, fuck no. Like I'd rather live in San Diego. I love LA. Yeah. I live it for what it is too much. It's like San Diego times a hundred. So <laughs> it's so everything. Yeah. It's, just everybody, too many people, like congestion, that traffic, this traffic, you up there, go to LA for a minute, go for a day, and then come back, San Diego traffic is like, oh, a breath oh, of fresh air. I, I, you know what, it keeps me busy with work, because people are like, oh man, you report traffic, so it must be like, it probably sucked during COVID. I was like, no, people were still driving in LA. Traffic was <laughs> still crazy, and now more right. than ever, because people are relearning how to drive, mm. people can't drive your shit out here. They, they can't hey, drive for shit. Nowhere. Everybody nowhere. talks shit. Bro. Hey, so yeah, so so I'm just glad that LA is it's in reaching distance because it's amazing. It's an amazing resource, amazing place. It's right there. And then on the other side of San Diego, we got Mexico. We're in a prime location. But yeah, I ain't living in LA. Y'all I will say, that. I do miss the spontaneous trips to Mexico. You know, hop and a mm-hmm. skip. That really, what it, that's what it was. Of course, you know, right. In LA, you gotta fly. You gotta fly to fucking Mexico. But over there, yeah. you can hit Rosarito and the wine country out there, no problem. Tequats. Oh, love it. But yes, what's, let- up? what's the podcast called? What's your station <laughs> called? What, what is this about? You said something about sexuality. Yes. Said, what podcast you got me on? I ain't never heard your podcast. You uh what you be talking about on your podcast? We what's we talk about a lot this? of shit. We talk about a lot of shit. Mostly sexuality I focus on, um, especially advocating for black sexuality, because let's face it, unfortunately, you know, everybody has a limitation on how much sex you can talk about and I talk about it all I don't give a fuck because we all got here one way or another and everybody needs to know where the fuck they came from and how to do it right a stork <laughs> a stork <laughs> oh come on now yeah, you being big, modest big white bird on these long legs Lift. and then it carries you in this hap sack and then it plants you I'm done or, or in a manger <laughs> and your mom has you Oh, my God. I can't. Let me not out you because I saw a little something when I called you earlier. Or or an Easter bunny lays eggs. Okay. Have you ever seen a bunny lay eggs? I'm done. I'm done. Who who made that up? That's what I want to (laughs) know. How does Santa Claus spit down every chimney in one night and put (gasps) presents under a tree? Don't you talk about Santa Claus? Hey, why is there a pine tree in people's houses with ornaments and gold decorations? What does that mean? I love my, I love Christmas tree. It smells great. Hey. Okay, let's go. What other holiday? Oh, yeah. Christopher Columbus discovered America. We don't celebrate that day. <laughs> let's not. We don't celebrate colonization. <laughs> oh, wait, but Juneteenth is a holiday now. Be happy. We should be happy, but unfortunately, hey, people no, are going to start. Happy. No. Hey, hold on. I know you were asking for police reform. I know you was asking for reparations. I know you was asking for just equal treatment but I, you wasn't asking for Juneteenth but we, you can have that though <laughs> I, you know it's crazy I unfortunately it's like I I hate Thank the fact you. that we had to look for Juneteenth it was not given to us we had to look for it from other sources outside and you know what that it comes down to what we're talking about with freedom it, it, it comes down to the cost of freedom because as you look at it in 2020 shit show year 
a lot of people were questioning their freedom on so many different levels. You know, can't talk about Black Lives Matter without the other side saying all lives matter and not understanding the point. I don't want to cut you off and take I, I just, this thought, recent thoughts there, but I'm right there where you're at. When in history have people not questioned their freedom exactly. in America? Exactly. Always been a question. That's not, none of this is new. It's not. But unfortunately, not, we live in a like, society. We when live did in, women not question their freedom and fighting for equal rights? We still are. Blacks have been questioning freedom since they got here. So it's never been a time where that wasn't a question. So a lot of these issues, the shit we're going to talk about, the thing, they're not new. They're not. We don't need another youth group to to, commu- to t- say what's wrong with society. There was 30 of those before. So the real question now, because I'm not wasting no energy, is when are people going to give a fuck? The people who are empowered to actually make the changes, because they can. So no, not boycotting. I'm not picketing. This is operating how motherfuckers want because they could change. Thank so, you. Uh, no, this is none of these are new issues. You can't tell me a new issue. It's not. This pandemic isn't new as they flash back all these other ones. Nothing's new. Nothing's just being done about the shit. I, I, I always say that it's just been heightened. That's all it is. Every generation is just heightened just a little bit. Yeah. And now because yeah. of the power of social media... All yeah. this shit is more heightened, more than mm-hmm. ever. So stop. I need people to stop saying out there that it's an all lives matter thing when it's been open season on black folks we, for decades. We, we, I've heard that dissected so many times for a year now. If you're, if people, if people still don't understand that, they don't want to understand. They don't. So we don't even, I, they don't. Man, you ain't gonna waste the other time even talking about no. that. No, that's but, been talked about, dissected forever. Exactly. Go YouTube it. Go pull it up. Somebody want to hear that? It's been dissected educatedly, uh, uh, professionally. People have talked about that. Exactly. If you're still not understanding. And duh, yes, all lives matter. We're humans. But that's not the issue. It's more than just the saying. It's not a saying. It's why is that even needed to be a saying? But people, if you if you're choosing to overlook that and push a line over all lives and reject the essence of what Black Lives Matter, not just the fucking words, then you don't want to understand. Perfect example. You no more. Perfect example right now dealing with that is what's going on in Texas and how they're saying right now they do not want, they will fire teachers for teaching outside of the curriculum, which does not include black history. Which does not include okay. black leaders of America. I'm not a beggar. Um, just realistic. I don't know. It, it may be bigger than what it is. But people could do it. But these schools have never taught black people correctly. No. No. Oh, wait, hold on. No, I'm, oh my God, rewind. These schools have never taught anyone correctly. So let me tell you, we're going to jump fast forward. If you want to end racism in America... Every school will teach real, authentic, raw American history to white kids, black kids, Chinese kids, every kid in this country. Racism will stop when you actually, as a, I'm putting myself, I'm a white kid and I'm learning the realness. Look at the manipulation in the schools. It's pushed subconsciously. Pride, I'm better. Uh, uh, African history started if you're black you started as a slave there was no greatness before that so that's where you're already starting as a kid in your mind 
you know, and white kids are taught to be pride and this is their I'm better than Christopher Columbus, all these great things that are now coming out that's bad and all this shit. It took a lot of time. We're talking about the past. It's big up George Washington, evil. Abraham Lincoln, free the slaves, liar. He did it, not for that. All these lies that were taught, no contributions from no other cultures, the real essence of, of, of slavery not taught, you would end racism over fucking night. That's why I that's oh. why I was forever thankful, forever thankful for one the upbringing that I had. Two, the college that I went to was the very first to offer ethnic studies for all cultures, you know, which was great cuz I took courses on you know, black psychology. I took classes in Asian American history. I took classes on learning about our indigenous folks, you know, our Latinx folks. I took La Raza classes because again, like you said, we had to learn outside. We've been saying this. We had to learn outside. If, if we're supposed to be in a country that's offering education, they're always enforcing how we need to be educated. Why are you taking us? Why are you not giving us the rights to free education? We are entitled to that. What the fuck are we paying tax dollars for to support fucking wars and that takes away other freedoms of other races and countries? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Education should be free. Another thing, you know, as we've been saying, it's a cycle. Look at the treatment of women or even vagina owners. I just did an episode last week talking about vagina. <laughs> I've never heard it phrased in such a manner. Vagina order, <laughs> vagina owners, vulva owners. owners they, Got you know, these are oh. vulva owners. These are for those who identify not as feminine. So non-binary Got you. Yeah. So gotcha. going on, it's like, okay, we have this ongoing history, like issue of the freedom for me to make the decision to do what I want with my body, having a vagina. No one's policing your dick, your dick out there. I don't see a fucking dick police. You know what I mean? Need one. See, it's missing. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. I have to take fucking, I have to take hey, birth control. the one out here raping shit and doing all that. They, they're the ones that need a police. But in the essence of, look at the, like, the root of all of these issues, this entire system that we're under is, it's white male supremacy ran. Women have been fighting for everything other has had to fight, has to have to be under. That's the way this system was set up. So that's the answer to all of it. It's like, it needs, it needs to be a new system. It needs to be a new way. That's I've been saying that for years. But it just needs to be a new way. We this need a new. Con- First of all, we need a new constitution. Can we have Every, a con- Can we have a constitution? It's all, wrong. It's all bad. All of it. It's all bad. All of it. You have the, to. The, 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 we honor DC in the way that was built. By, just knowing that was built by slaves. Thank like, you. Like all bad, and no one's taught that even. The architecture, Benjamin. What's his name, Benjamin? Uh, uh, I forget the brother. Uh, I should be know the brother's name. It's okay. Designed, the motherfucker that's equivalent to and identical to shit in Egypt. How did he know that shit? Like these, like, ugh. so we, it, all of the, everything you're, you're, all the issues and problems, it starts there. It's just like, it's a bigger problem. It's a bigger problem. But we're doing our piece. That doesn't mean give up, not do shit. You better fucking do something. And like you had said earlier with the technology and everything, I, I wanted to chime in on that for sure. We are in a 
error, a prime error right now in our lifetime. See, if you read and think about history, shit happens in over the course of thousands and hundreds of years. To us in our little brains, this is our whole everything. This little 80 years, 90 years, we get off. 90 years, you're like, oh, you're old. You've got a good life and you die. That's not a lot of time in the bigger scope of things. So we're a piece of this, but what's coming is not in our lifetime, but we have to work for what's coming. And this is, and we can learn from history in the past, things shifted over time, over years, but this is prime right now in technology, social media, taking the control of media, which is everything out of the four old white dudes that can control what we heard and see. This internet shit is the greatest invention fucking ever in the history of man. In which they continuously are trying to take away the freedom because honestly, but it, but it happened yet. I can still talk to my homie and we can. I can post a video right now that's seen by somebody in motherfucking Russia right now. That's amazing. But that's you what I'm saying. To, because at this point, because at this point, they don't know how to take it away. They know how to police it. That's about Wait. it. Happen. It's, it's not because it's unfortunately we have a thing called artificial artificial intelli- intelligence. How at this point, the more you feed, the Are more they- it learns on its own, huh? Did you say I was? I said artificial intelligence. We call it be names. You I didn't call like you that. Oh, oh, oh my! Bad, I said my we bad. have a thing called AI, artificial intelligence. You know, oh. accelerated learning on its own. Machines are running its own. Pretty soon, we will have the iPhone that wipes our asses, to be honest. Uh, it will happen. It will fucking happen. That's nasty. I'm just saying, we will have, this is where we're going. It's going to be an app, right? It's, it's going to be an app. It's going to be something. You something. You can't just say shit like that. That was nasty. So describe that. How would that work? So you said we're going to have an iPhone that's going to wipe our ass. Now walk me through that. How does that happen? Listen, I don't got the time for that. We got to jump into the matter at hand. So let's talk about this real quick because everybody smokes weed. Okay. Whether people want it, people smoke weed. There are weed smokers. Exactly. And if you don't smoke weed currently, there was a time in life you may have smoked weed. My thing is, and I ongoing issue is, you look at Shikari Richardson, who unfortunately got, you know, banded, not banned, but she did get reprimanded for smoking weed, you know, during the Olympic That's, trials. But then you got the track and field. And um, then you have the issue of CBD. Now, there's, I think her name's Mia Rapinoe. She was a soccer. Say what? Is CBD a gang? CBD is not a. Stop it. Oh, it sounded like you was banging. Oh, my God. I know you moved to LA. You might have got wrapped up. I don't know. Oh, my God. CBD. (laughs) Now he's flicking the wrist. CBD, marijuana. And you talk about cannabis use all the time. Right now, you're getting into cannabis reform. Where do you stand right now with what's going on and how you know they're trying to say that in certain areas we're gonna start freeing off people who you know we're on weed charges bullshit ass weed charges but what do you think about this image that people are saying okay cbd fine marijuana just still not okay um well marijuana has still to this day i'll start here i like this not one person 
on record has ever died from cannabis. We'll say that. Hundreds of thousands have died off alcohol. And other drugs. We'll just say it. Let's say alcohol because and tobacco. We're not going to say other drugs. Yeah. Alcohol and tobacco are drugs. Millions of people have died. Millions on record. Well, rewind. Zero people today. Zero people today have died off cannabis on record. Millions of people have died from tobacco and alcohol related deaths. They're legal. And at 7-Eleven, Walmart, CVS, every corner, legal and have record of killing millions. Once again, we're talking about the system that brought this in. I just recently watched that documentary. It's called uh, uh, Greener on the Other Side. It was about cannabis and social equity. And they rewound. uh, It was was dope because, you know, at once upon a time, how hip hop is looked at as that hood, urban, uh, ghetto music. Once upon a time, jazz music was that. Absolutely. It was. And it was targeted. And they had attached marijuana use to them and the jazz musicians. This is in that documentary. It was so dope. Did you ever see, did you ever watch the movie Reefer Madness? It's hard to find. Okay. Yes. So like all these things. So once again, I don't, I'm not a surface motherfucker. I'm a root motherfucker. I like to understand so then I can know where to apply energy. So I'll never attack these things at the surface, knowing what I'm dealing with. So reefer madness, you know of. Knowing that this was, and I watched that documentary, and this is real shit. I don't need to question this. I got it. I see how it happened. It was an attack, and it's always been utilizing these drug things. I see how it happened. I lived through the 80s with this war on drugs that they're realizing was wrong now. It's been used to attack black and brown people. So Look how at do this. I feel about cannabis now? I'm not new to Yeah, I think you said it like recently. I got into the I've been in the cannabis industry, I can really say, since 12. That's the first time I, I pre, pre-rolled and packaged and distributed and sold. I'm an expert. It's legal now. I've been doing it for years. My family, it's my family thing. We do this. So no, and, and cannabis has not killed nobody. So it, it, it's... Um, it's gonna happen it's happening they're figuring out how to do it they just on some crazy weirdo shit made these laws they're human look at the people that were involved like some of these presidents that in the past they were weirdos they were crazy like Donald Trump is not the most racist he's not I, I don't like the motherfucker at all disclaimer but he's not the most wicked, racist, uh, done most wrong to black people president in history. Reagan beats him by tenfold. So this is not. We if you really to- want to go back into history, go back to Come the on. days of FDR and Eisenhower. What the fuck? COINTELPRO? The, the FBI? What the fuck? Donald was just a fucking Hollywood star. He was funny. I think the only if thing that. that- I, th- I would have liked the show. I think I think with Trump, the problem was, again, you bring forth into social media. That man was yeah. the the was troll, high. was the troll of Twitter. That was funny. But look. And then on top American, of that. Voted on him, Sapphire. Exactly. Look, and look, he look, gave, look, he gave, hey, he hey. gave racist. As I said, he was. Now, yes, if we had had Pence, we would have had bigger issues. Trump. 
Trump was a fucking just kook. That's what it was. He was a joke. He was a fucking laughing stock, and he was the clown. He was the clown, the Not spokesperson, right. just like we have the clown from Hold McDonald's. On. I'm a reverse it though. Check it out. I fucking hate him though. Hey, I really do. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, I hate him and I love him. I'm gonna tell you why. I, love I don't him. love that man. I'm gonna tell you why. Listen, I'm gonna tell you why. Uh, I'm from. Hey, I've been in the street world, and then I've been in the whole nonprofit political community world. And I and I love the street world more than the political world. I love the street world more because motherfuckers is real. And I respect somebody who I know got a problem with me because I know it. And now I know how to address that motherfucker or when to stay away or when to stay on my guard. But in this nonprofit political government realm, motherfuckers be talking shit. They know you can't get me. Ah, it's not like, you know, we can go fight. It's different. So it's so snaky and sharky. So with Donald Trump, while I love him and respect him, that motherfucking racist, crazy motherfucker kept it real from day one. America knew before they elected him he was grabbing pussies. They knew he was this dude, this... They knew hella women coming out. America knew. And now you can't show me one time Donald ever changed character. That motherfucker looked at you and told you what it was, how he felt, and did not give a fuck. And so he's not goofy. He's not crazy. America voted for him. And then they came out of the woodworks of support. They're fighting for him now. He's not. He's a genius. That one man who kept it fucking real had black people voting for him. Mexicans talking about Mexicans for Trump. LGBTQ talking about LGBTQ for Trump. I don't, I don't, Everybody. I cannot speak for the so LGBT. The, goofy one, right? the only thing is, I don't think a lot of LGBTQ plus really did come out uh, okay. to vote for him. Not many black people did too, but they did a good job showing those No, things. they definitely <laughs> did have the one, I mean, but there is that divide too in the black community. We do hey, have. On the internet like I am, we saw them things. That it was propaganda, but we saw it. Yeah. We saw it. It might have been five motherfuckers in the whole country, but we saw it. I mean, there are there are the black conservatives out there. I have met plenty of black folks that voted for him, and I when I talk to them, it doesn't make any sense. Other than all they can say is they have the right to vote for him. They all human. Well, the only thing I overhear is, well, he makes money, and I'm like, okay, so he's a businessman that does not give a fuck about you. You come and apply for a job for him, he will send your ass home. He does not give a fuck about you. But not what president did. Which one? Nothing's changed. Even when we got Obama, did shit change for black people at all? At all. It's never I don't give a fuck who's in the office. Something bigger than that motherfucker needs to happen. Obama went from black to gray in 30 days once he got in there. He sounded real good before he went in and went in and was like, oh shit, I actually don't have the power to pull off everything I want to. This is bigger than me. I'm in the seat. Yeah, that, that, uh, my brother, my, that I love to, to life, went gray in 30 days. And a lot um, of shit yeah. that you have to <laughs> take on. Big. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's I mean, but, he, but as we say, and many, many people do understand, like the president is just a spokesperson. It's the people that are sitting in the higher seats 
Yes, yeah. he's the leader of the free world, but it does not <laughs> come to. A, that's yes. As I was saying, the free world. We've been taught that we're. No, no, no. I, I was, I was, I was, I was going on to that. I was, I was, I was going on to that. Leader of the free world, but there is nothing free. There was nothing free. There's still a cost. Just like again. You got the cannabis people. You talked about hip hop for a second being the spokesperson of a lot of things. People cash grabbed on hip hop because they saw the culture of what it was doing. Hip hop wasn't about drugs, sex, gold chains. It was about political activism. It was stemming from Black Panthers. It was stemming from the cats in Oakland. Look how fast that got taken over and controlled. And people and think we are people, fucking... And people made billions off of hip-hop right away once they seen it and capitalized on it. And guess what? None of them look like you. Again. again. Why is it that... Why is it that... <laughs> look, it's like, so I'm also... What the fuck do you do now? Well, I, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Since we're going to talk... And we are running out of time. Um, you know, as I was saying with hip hop being the cash grab, the cash cow, there are costs of freedom that hip hop artists had to take on. You look at it back in the day as we were talking about jazz and the connection with reefer. Look at right. what hip hop got connected to. Right. The crack era. The message where, by Grandmaster Flash. Where, from all the every single issue. Look at this fucked up. You cannot bring up an issue or something bad going on right now that don't go back to the overarching. If we keep digging to the root, all of it leads back to the same system. All of it. And nothing I'm, is free about I'm, it because I'm, all it is, all, all it is. And there's nothing free about it because look at how these artists, even still to this day, go broke because they don't have their true freedom of speech yeah you put out an album yeah we'll give you a uh, you know we'll give you an advance but you flop you're gonna have to pay all that money back that's the shit they don't tell us shark shit uh, a leech scavenger shit but luckily now it took forever but look hey let's look that's that's on some positive shit I'm, i was applauding this i was talking to the homies hip-hop came from the hood right check this out what we lived through i was born in 81 um there has never been in our history in america a genre of music that lasted through generations as long as hip-hop maybe country and such i i I think about that and it's still here country is part of our history whether people want to look (laughs) at it or not that's a whole nother story because we was country you know we was jazz uh we're gonna talk about every single music genre rock we was rock and roll we're not gonna talk about every single music genre that may be right now all started from black people here in america we're not gonna talk about that right now i'm just saying so hip-hop right now has lasted they thought it was a fad 40 it, years we just celebrated it, its 40th and year it, I, going anywhere no and, and I'm a, no this is the strength of hip-hop over country right now too the entire world is banging hip-hop from america from these streets in every corner of this world there's a hip-hop club in the in the in the farthest east corner of germany let me clapping. let me correct myself 
We let me correct myself. So we just celebrated as of last week. As of last week, hip hop officially turned 48. August 11th, August 11th, 1973. In, that that's when it went, when it happened. We just celebrated. It's August 15th. We just celebrated the 40th 48th year that hip hop has been been around. Damn near 50 years at this point. We are reaching its 50th year. That fire and look. Hey, hip hop didn't have to adapt to anything else, any other genre, but every every other genre came to hip hop. Even R and B. Everything touched hip hop. There's hip hop jazz. There's hip hop country. Every genre. Why is it that every, every commercial why is it that every commercial that every once that we remember everything we, that's from the hood. Commercial jingles now all have an underlining hip hop or rap or electronica and people don't even talk about, you know, the hit, the electronica scene. I, I said that's a whole nother show, Sapphire. I told you that earlier. I know. I talk about every I, I thought about this. This has been a thought. I don't share all my thoughts. But as I just like, oh that one too? Oh that one too? Oh that one too? Oh that one too? There's not one. But let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. The cost of freedom. We talked about a little bit of the cost of cannabis, cost of freedom with cannabis. But let's talk about the cost of freedom when it comes to freedom of speech and hip hop. Okay, so many court cases, first and foremost. And it taught and you brought up Reagan. This happened during the Reagan era. Um, The PA sticker, the PA sticker only came about during the Reagan era because of a Prince album. You know, Reagan was an actor, too. Like, they, this yes. was a new thing. This like, is not new. This is not actor. new. But they wait, let's... They like this but nut. Getting back to it. Anyways, PA sticker, freedom of speech was already taken away from artists because of the fact that um, I believe the Prince album was Darling Nikki from the Purple Rain album. What's a PA sticker? The parental advisory. The they black put that on Prince's album. Th- this is what started that. This is I'm what sorry, started that. This, this is, this is what started it. So this is what happened. Freedom of speech was taken away in music the minute that parental advisory sticker was put on, and it was only brought out to the attention because of the fact of the Darling Nikki lyrics. Met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with the magazine. What did he say? What did Prince say? I just, I just said it. What? Met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with the magazine. She said, "Sign your name on the dotted line." On the dotted line. Yeah. And that's when Nikki started to grind. I never thought about. Oh my god! What he did say that? Prince was nasty. I no duh. I know. So they made him put a PA sticker on that album. That that song, along with many others, including in some rock genres. That's what kicked off the parental advisory sticker. That's why. So that's violation right now. No, no, no. NWA, that just became more prominent because of the fact when you come out with fuck the police, well, the police is coming after you. The police went and investigated. In fact, I met I met the actual hip hop cop. He came to my college and he talked to us about how there was a whole case against Eazy-E, a whole ass case against Raz Kaz, Grandmaster Flash, all the groundbreaking fathers of grandfathers 
in hip hop and how there was a sting operation between LA and the Bronx that they were making it seem that F, that anybody who was participating in hip hop were terrorists. Look at fucking they, terrorists. They, they did the same thing with jazz. That's fucking crazy. Like we don't understand it, we don't like it. You guys do it, fuck it. And then it just lasts and now it's just So again, at what it's, co- it's, this is the cost it, this is the cost of freedom. Wow. Now let's fast forward to right now. There's an mm-hmm. ongoing debate because of the baby and the comments that he said against women and against, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. So now people are like, oh, well, we taking away his rights. We're taking away his freedom. I was like, but at what cost, though? Because unfortunately, and we talked about this um, off air, Armand, but hip hop, unfortunately, does have its problematic tones when it talks about violence against women when they're talking about shooting up you know the homie next door over a bad drug deal when they're advocating to rape women as i said violence against women but also the f word the word faggot and i don't mean it i don't mean to put it out there i don't really like to say a lot of i barely say the n-word on my show but when the f word is said in the gay community and you have hip-hop artists who are using that as a way to kill and brutalize. Why don't we talk about that? It's not about taking away the freedom. It's at what cost do we have freedom to express ourselves in musical lyrics where we are teaching kids to hate not just themselves, but to hate other women and to hate those who don't like the opposite sex. Is that the cost of freedom or is that the cost of ignorance? Because I think it's the cost of ignorance. If we keep saying that the baby is problematic, then cancel all these other motherfucking rappers. Stop praising these rappers. This is why I love and I have respect a little bit more for some of these artists who have now evolved. You've seen how Snoop has evolved. Look at fucking, no matter what people say about Ice-T, that motherfucker evolved. He went from talking about cop killers to now being a fucking cop on Law and Order. That fire. Like, let I, I like I can't wait. I'm over here like bubbling inside. Like I want to give the realest answer ever and just be real. Cause a lot of people answer they talk and let's be authentically real. But as you said, the evolution of Snoop, the evolution of Ice T. Snoop is sixty years old. But why like, does it have to start when they're older? That's look, that's look, my look, question. Why does it have look, to start when we're fucking look, older? Look, but look at even both them brothers, because you said their names. They're both from the hood. They both grew up as kids the same fucked up, destructive, poor way we did. We're, I'm dealing with these people like this. They just happen to be stars to where we have the vision on them. But I deal with a hundred snoops and iced teas. And they're barely evolving at 35 years old because they didn't have no father. Because they was in foster care. Because they was born in poverty. Because their schools treated them fucked up. That's why they're just now evolving. I didn't evolve really till I was after 30. I've been on my own since I was 15. This is the real story. Not the fact that it's fucking Snoop. Snoop didn't know no better. You know? 
He didn't know his voice was so powerful that it made me do different things that I wouldn't have did because I didn't have a Malcolm X or Martin Luther King. I had Snoop Dogg. And I don't remember shit a teacher ever taught me. Not one thing could I tell you a teacher taught me. But I could tell you every Snoop Dogg line from 1993. He was my teacher. When he started evolving into pimping, we was pimping. When he was doing the gangbang thing, it was cute and everybody wanted to gangbang gin and juice. He didn't know. I can't even fault him. He was 19 years old when he came out. He was a kid. And now people in industry control. And let's bring this to debate. Industry is putting this on. Rap music has gone to that level and was promoted to go to that level. Don't complain about it now. Every he just has what he said, what a thousand people have said. But that's what I'm saying, though. But we that's what it is. And and I but I get it. I get it. And that's what I'm saying. At what cost, though? Because we always say, well, man, we got to teach these kids. You you do the work. You try to reach out to these kids before they start going out in the world and evolving into the same. You try. But that's what I'm saying. But I'm dealing with in the percentage of the whole pie. I have a. But that's what I'm asking. But at what cost? This is our problem in our community, though. This is the problem in our industry. We always, you know, try to say that this is for the culture, for the culture, for the culture. But what happens when the culture doesn't want to love you back because you step out a little bit differently? Look at fucking with. I hate saying his name. Okay, work for clear. You excuse me. I don't even want to get you fired or nothing. Let me rephrase and rethink what I'm about to say. Fuck it. We're talking about the industry. Let's go for real. Back to the roots. Okay. Let's get off. Right now we're at surface a little bit. We've been in this building that owns 13, 14 different radio programs. Programs that control what everybody in the population here. You hear how random and you have to repeat this certain fucking cycle of songs. These are the songs we're playing. You can't even feel froggish one day and play a local artist during the prime time. If you did, you could lose your job. Yeah. You're not in control of what the math. We're just now getting the internet. So this has been a system set up where people have been getting billions of But this is the problem though too. I love you. You invited me on your show. Check this out. So we talking about radio. We talking about programming and controlling and what's being directed to America. And then we're going to get to the baby. This is part of it. So you to own a AM FM radio station, you got to have billions of dollars. Right. So um, this is uh, why is it so expensive? What's so important about television? We're talking the past. We're breaking through that now in this era. But television control, newspaper control, media control has been by the same few people for a reason. That's what we read, believe. That's the information we get. There's a reason. If people, if the industry, look, we look at you know hip hop. It started off positive. You know the story, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, bam, here go NWA. The world went crazy. Everybody's gangster rap. We're killing everybody magically. Somebody funded them. If somebody would have said, no, sorry, we can't talk about this killing shit. 
I love gangster rap. I love pimp rap. And it's so hard as I'm older and I'm listening to the words and I'm like, and I'm thinking about my homie that's dead. Somebody's paid. So we, as the poor people, mock what we saw. If it was produced and uh, and and a fucking public enemy, even have, like the way hip hop started, it was fun, happy, positive, peaceful, revolutionary. These poor kids, not name one hip hop star early on that was started rich. These was all poor kids from different hoods in America. People with money put them on, and they weren't black. So they, this was not by us designing it. So now that the fact that the baby who would just be this nigga in motherfucking the South by himself would have never even had a platform to say this shit. But he would have thought it and he has the right to thought it because he's a human. We don't all have to agree. I'm not going to force my way on nobody. I don't care if you're straight or gay. It's not my place too. You are you. I am me. I can't judge you because of who you are. There's crazy-ass demonic straight people. There's crazy-ass demonic gay people. Who are you? You're an individual. You're not a label. Fuck. The baby said what he said. This platform was given to him. I hate all I hear from my rappers, and I like it. That's so fucked up how they did our brains. And I'm hearing it. I love Mozzie. And all he's talking about is murdering people. I got a list of dead friends on my arm. But I love the music talking about the same shit that happened to them. What's wrong with me? This was done to me, to us. We're fighting and talking about the wrong things. Who created the platform for this to even be something to talk about? Why is this what's buzzing right now? The baby, I don't care. He just, I don't even know what he said, but I don't give a fuck. I have to live my life. Fuck the baby. He's rich. I'm not. I don't have his life. Understand yours. We have one fucking life to live and it's over. I don't give a shit what the baby said. I got rent on the first. I want to help my friends from dying. Fuck what the baby said. Sapphire, I want to talk to you. How are we going to help our people in our circle right now? Fuck what he said. Who created the platform for him to say that? TMZ. This is a fucking trap. We have work to do. People are dying right now, Sapphire. I would love to talk to you about some other shit. How can we tap into the baby and say, hey, the baby, you got the bread now. Bring that back. Because we got thousands of other potential the babies that need your the baby money because they ain't got no computer. Their teachers suck. They need internships. Where are you from, the baby? How do we build a school? We earlier we talked about the schools taking this and that away, and I didn't get to finish my answer. But my answer was fuck the schools. The schools have never been set up right for nobody. So why do we keep fighting, wasting energy to fight something that was set up from its origination to fuck you up instead of spending that same energy make your own school? Make your own school. I'm not begging nobody to make their shit right no more. They didn't want it right. That's stupidity. That's stupidity. 
when you have enough intelligence to do it yourself. I think the problem is, though, and I feel you 1000%. I'm not saying I disagree with you at all, Armand. I agree with you. I, I didn't think you do. I love no, you. No, I'm just hey. saying, like, hey. I think Here. the problem when it comes down to it, unfortunately, you said you said some of the statistics, things that you, you know, were raised without. Unfortunately, it starts with home. I think that's the problem, too. We don't focus enough on the homes first before we send these folks out into the real world. Hello. You got babies raising babies. You got parents who are abusing their kids and not raising their kids. There's a difference between abusing your kid and raising your kid. Right. You're raising your kid to do better, to stop telling them that they're not going to be shit, that they're never going to be shit. Stop saying that mentality first and foremost. So what if the kid wants to be a rocket scientist? He doesn't want to play ball. He wants to be a rocket scientist. And maybe hopefully this kid who has the IQ, who has the level to, you know, the ability to level the fuck up, he will. Stop bringing down the kids that are not the the norm. I think that's the problem too, is that we isolate our kids from being different. So what if they don't want to be a rapper? There are other ways to make fucking money. Be a fuck. Let them be a fucking accountant so that they can go back to the community and give and tell them like, yo, this is the type of money plan you need to survive. So check it out, though. So once again, I'm going to move fast forward, but we're going to go. We're going to go root. Then we're going to go surface where we at right now. But root is once again, by design, can't even fault the parents. Like, I love my mom, my best friend. She didn't teach me about uh, finances. She didn't teach me about how to be, you know, uh, an adult. She didn't. And I see, and now looking back, I see her life and what she was going through in her age now that I've been her age. So I understand now, but I don't fault her because she didn't know. So you just keep recycling generations of motherfuckers. They've been doing the best they could with what they had from when they got here and they were stripped of everything, including who the fuck they were literal amnesia so where we're at now you're talking about the families and what we should be teaching i can't fault the families we're doing better now and it's our job as this awake i'm awoke everybody who claims awoke if you're not out here trying to help someone else it don't have to be no big org or nothing if you're not helping your neighbor your brother your sister and you're just to yourself and i'm just awoke fuck you help somebody thank you and then this is how we change this around. But this was done. So it's not like, uh, like, so I gotta, I have, I understand why it's like that. But yes, you're correct. So that's how it is now. There's a route to why it got like that. But now that we're here, what do we do? Solution based. Now, us, me, you, we keep what you're doing with this podcast, in this communication going. This is your piece, your passion. Everybody's way might be different. But you're 100% doing it. We have to start having... The problem is is that we have to start having the uncomfortable conversations. That's what I always say. Have the uncomfortable conversations to make a difference. To end the fucking cycle. If you see yourself on the hamster wheel, you know there's a way off the hamster wheel. It's whether or not you choose to want to get off the hamster wheel. Because, oh, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to lose that. Think about the things that you will gain in the long term. I think that's also why, you know, as we've been saying, there's different costs of freedom. Throughout these conversations we've been talking about, there's been a little bit of freedom taken here, a little bit of freedom taken there. 
So how do a we regain that back? Hey, no, no, hey, hold on, reverse. It was no freedom to a little bit of freedom given here. Yes. A little bit of freedom given here. It wasn't taken here. It started with nothing. You weren't even a human being. You barely made it to three-fifths of a human being. What kind of mind, what kind of mind would literally look at another human being and say and feel good and not by yourself a bunch of minds agreed and said yes that's right those other human beings are three fists and then wait 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 there's more they're only three fists because we need help with the foods right <laughs> but you and me know hey peter hey peter me and you know they're cattle Meanwhile, dogs are sitting in the house in better conditions than the actual other three-fifths of the person. Hey, hey, that's crazy. That is, now that we can talk, that's crazy. And no, I do not judge every, I'm not racist. Disclaimer, I love, I and then the fact, that's how dope motherfucking black people are. With all that done to us, I can honestly say, we still love everybody, no matter what color they are. Unless you give me a reason, you have to give me a. You gotta give me a reason. Individual thing. Yeah, I'm saying in the essence of us, we'll still invite Peter into the church, and then he end up killing nine motherfuckers praying. We still love. We still love. That's my proof. We still love. Absolutely. So I'm just pointing to fucking facts. And I love the era we're living in that my now find a fucking lead. A lot of people, white people are seeing facts and the evidence is out there, which if they pushed it from the beginning, a lot more would be. And like, whoa, shit's been fucked up. I'm but sorry. again, it stems from what I've been saying. It stems from the fact that it starts with the home. You don't have the conversations. If you have one side of conversation that basically says black folks are bad, Asian folks are bad, Latinx folks are bad as a white person, or even outside. If you have a, a person in your household that that continues that, like you said, breaking the cycle, that continues the cycle of not educating you about everybody around you. That built this country. It wasn't it wasn't a dominant race that came. it was like whoa no you no motherfucker you had 400 years of free labor no health insurance plan no life insurance <laughs> of course you're rich of course you're Merle Lynch of course you're Wells of course you're Walmart of course you are Ford. that's of why speaking of of course Marlboro of course of course. I will say, Imagine, though, I will say, hey, though, entrepreneur, 400 years, free labor. Yes. No health insurance. No. Tax. But that's why I will say I had gained newfound respect for Master P. When no, what he did with No Limit. Right. Because right. this is what we're talking about. This is a man everybody would clown on. Yeah, he might have had some of the biggest bangers of the 19, you know, late 1990s, early 2000s. And then, of course, it got a little corny. But then you look at the backstory of what this man has really done. 
this man genius. he is he's a man that said no fuck this we are going to take it ourselves when i was telling people they're like no i didn't know this i said go watch the no limits go watch the no limit records documentary that bet put out that is motherfucker where do you where do you see that at? it's on bet it was great it was the No Limit Chronicles. Oh, my God. And it God. literally, there was shit. I knew he was a businessman, but I didn't know how much of a businessman this man you, was. Do you mind me asking? I'm 32. You're, you're 30. Okay, so you, so you were, I mean, you lived through the No I Limit. I lived through it. I lived through that era. And there were you, things that I. took the fuck over. And that's the thing. I did not and know half of the things. The album every three days. <laughs> I did. But that's the thing. The man was a genius. This man said, okay, we're going to not just go through music. We're going to tap in on movies. We're going to buy our oh own. Oh, my cr- God, he did that. He said, we're going to tap into I movies. Look about it, about it. That man went, he's a genius. He did, Look at the mixtape era. How the the art, the art itself, he said, we could do so much better. We could do so much better. Let's add this in there. Let's add some glam. And then shortly after, other folks were doing it. Yes, he may have, you know, started out of the fucking trunk, but at the same time, this man gave Duh. opportunities to his artists outside of their artistry. He gave hey. them houses and said, "Look, I don't he want you to owe me shit." He's on. He's a. He's a. He's a. So the way things have shifted, because time shifts. So we have like, there's iconic. We, you know, we have Malcolm X, Martin King. We had those type Marcus Garvey, iconic people. That's kind of, we've kind of not had none of those in decades in the way looking at it like that, but understanding the true essence and power of hip hop. He took it back. Listen, listen, listen. So why hip hop is so closely guarded is because it is one of the most powerful forces that if it was controlled correctly, we could change the world. The entire world is is listening and moving by what hip-hop culture rap says. Tupac was assassinated on purpose. Nipsey was assassinated on purpose. These two individuals knew and were going to utilize the power they had. They were assassinated. So these are our current Malcolm X, Martin Luther King generations, and it may be hard to receive, but the way the message has always come through Bible, Quran, Torah, the message always came through a prophet that spoke the language of the people that needed it most. So because your fucking corny ass does not understand what the fuck Nipsey was saying, the people he needed to reach did. Fuck you. So shit has shifted. He would have been... He honest, that's what pisses me off too, because honestly, you know, we didn't find out a lot about Nip's, you know, business side until after his death and what he really tried to do. Hold on. I was following him. What we did, part of what we were doing as Patriot. Wait, you cut me off too soon. Well, you cut me off a little bit too short. I'm saying it did not become a prominent. You know, people really didn't fuck with Nipsey when he was alive. Let's be honest and true. Nip wasn't playing on the radio. Nip wasn't being invited to festivals and all that. So let's be honest and true. That's what I'm saying. You know. His last album was his first album. Exactly. 
first and only major album that earned him a Grammy nomination. But people don't want to talk about that. But I was saying in the connection of Master P, you have Master P, you have Nipsey, and of course you got Jay-Z. Okay, Jay-Z is the billionaire out of all of them. Well, Rihanna now now is a re people need to take notes from Riri too. The problem is, is that we do not teach our kids business ethics at a young age. We don't teach them about stock. We don't teach them about, you know, making real money in the real world. Now, I was fortunate. I was raised more privileged than some of my, you know, cousins. Where are you from? I'm from L.A., but I'm from Where? like the valley. LA's huge. I'm in the valley. The valley's huge. We're yes. in the valley. I'm not going to say that too much. I don't want, I have stalkers already. So (laughs) anyways, I was born in a more affluent neighborhood than most, even, you know, out of my cousins on, especially on my dad's side, more affluent than most. What? You going to text me offline? I want to know. Yes. I will let you know. But anyways, you know, I was taught these things. Did I fuck up on money? Hell yes. You know, my parents live comfortably. But they also taught me, they raised me to be better with many. I just chose not to listen until later on because I was young, dumb, and stupid, as my dad says. We all have YDS. It's whether young, dumb, and stupid syndrome. Oh, YDS. I was going to say YES. No, YDS, young, dumb, stupid. So taking back to hip hop moguls and making their money and wrapping up. You have Master P people clowned on, but that man, like we said, genius. He made sure that artists had monies, car, you know, housing, housing. What record label do you know lets their artists have a house, become a homeowner before their first album even drops and make sure that they are keeping that house? Hey, Sapphire, I just in a flash thought about all the riches bosses in the hip-hop game all of them at some moment they were all clowned um e40 was clowned yep. when he was out he rapped that, that motherfucker's a millionaire motherfucker that motherfucker uh, has not just money in the hip-hop industry hey, but he, he in, was, <laughs> you i'm uh, e40s and now in the wine and tequila business and others i know and investments that he's still no back in the day he had restaurant chains yes in 20 25 years ago he was a millionaire when i was listening to him 20 years ago no but i'm saying now he's now turned it into multi-million dollar right now yes and then you got clown puff daddy was clown back then i'm talking about people that were clowned at their beginning yes puff daddy was clown but little john clown you know what i mean they were clowned at the beginning but they're businessmen at the end of the day. You look at what they built, especially and Diddy. The college, quiet as kept. I think all of the ones I mentioned, Little John, E40, all of them went to college too. So did Puff um that. Two Chains. So did yeah, ooh. But they ain't rapping about that. They don't tell the people the secret code. They don't be like, bro, I went to college five years. It was hard. No, nobody. They talk about like they've been trapping their whole but that's, life. But that's the problem, though. We no don't. motherfucker, you went to college. You was a nerd. <laughs> that's crazy. See, nobody's, nobody's, they're not, why, why? Why aren't they saying that? Because it's not making money. Nobody wants to have a history lesson 
in making money. That's the problem. But they talk about making money selling drugs. They That's what I'm saying. Money. It's the cost they, of freedom. It's the cost. It, it's the cost of freedom of speech. You could speak, but you can't speak the real shit. That's the problem. You could speak, but you can't talk about the realness. What do you think? I know you've heard it, but that rumor about, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there, so I don't know. But about the prison industry and the record industry coming and talking and shifting NWA. Because as reality, we know about Dre was not NWA. He was the uh, whatever with the silver suit and the lipstick. And he was on that other song that was dope. You know, he was not leather jacket. So there was a shift that happened. Um, at that point so that's that that's one and then I also heard the rumor how too short which it sounds true because at the beginning he was doing little conscious and here and there he was dropping jewels but they said they made him come out with that way he was super conscious at first so those two rumors that's early on late 80s how do you feel about those I mean it's rumors. not a secret it's not a rumor but also I grew up fortunate to know folks in the industry who work side by side with them. I know how this industry works. You speak conscious hip hop, they don't wanna hear that shit. Yeah, we'll we'll give MERS a platform, but we won't give MERS the platform on radio, atmosphere. Hell, look at Common. People don't Jay even Cole. remember J. Cole even. J. Cole was con it. was conscious than a motherfucker until he came out with workout. Okay? You look at um like who who was I just mentioning? All Q. these, all them. I mean, who is it? Dre even said, I've never been affiliated in a gang. Okay. That was all stories of Easy. Easy was the real, you know, gangster yeah. out of all of them. I know. Okay. But a lot of people don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. You got to dig through it. You got to talk to folks about it. You know, but that's the problem. It's not appealing. You, If you don't kill somebody on the street, if you're not selling pussy, it's not going to make you money. It's not going to make you money. Common went from being common sense to dropping common sense to just being fucking common to talk about from talking about being anti-abortion. Look at listen to early common. Yes, we all love him. We're like, yeah, he's all about loving on the woman. He was anti-abortions in his earliest rap. Okay. Like, we don't talk about that shit. Just like people, you know, choose to not acknowledge the fact that Eazy-E died of AIDS because what was AIDS associated with at the time? A gay disease. But now it's out here killing straight brothers. So, you don't want to talk about the real shit. It's not going to make you fucking money. So we talked the other day, and I'm, 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 I'm actually, I'm like, so listen to all this, right? So the other day when we talked and we kind of pre-talked about the baby, right? And that situation, I thought about it. And I'm like, I'm so on. I don't, um, I, I, I want to concentrate on me because this is the life I have. And I've lost so many continuously every other week that, that um, I really respect people. I love people. I don't give a fuck what they claim, their label, because I've met bad people that claimed every different label of everything from churches to gangs to whatever. And I like to judge people on their individualism and who they are. Are they a good person or not? Right. So I was like, I can't, I can't judge the baby 
whatever. But let's look at who the industry that controls all this shit. You know what I mean? Who made common change it to common sense? None of these people were in control. So, um, yeah, it's a bigger problem than we have. That we have the knowledge and the power to control. It's just a bigger problem, and it's not the. It, you know, you know who's making this platform like this. This was this is a control thing. It is unfortunately. Well, like hey, I want to say thank you so much for joining. I knew what that well meant when you said well, because I I know that well, well. No, because we could talk for hours, but man, no. Yeah. But it's true, but it's true. But what you said was true, and I want people to leave with that thought because, again, as we've been saying, at what cost is all this? We've been, we are still fighting for freedom on so many different levels. If this did not, this whole episode did not teach you anything, just let it question the fact like, how free am I to do what I want to do? This country's never been free. Not one day ever has it, not one day challenge everyone that listens find one day that this country has been free for everybody that lived here indigenous it started off wrong you know when you start something off on the wrong foot a yep. relationship when you start a relationship off with murder with rape with stealing and you never fix it. Duh. It's a snowball Duh. effect. It's a snowball of effect. Course, of course we're here we are. It's never been okay. Never. Thank you for having me with you tonight. Where can the earbuds find you at? Um, my name is Armand King. A-R-M-A-N-D-K-I-N-G. All social media platforms. There's not a way you cannot find me. If you're looking, I'm there. If you said you couldn't find me, you lied. Everybody, hey, concentrate. Hey, all these issues and shit, don't just snip at the issue. You know, I don't know too many gardeners, but I know a few. And I know if you really want to get rid of a weed, you had to dig it up from its root. Quit looking. That's why nothing changes. We keep snipping the fucking weed without going to the root. Focus on the root focus on solutions get rid of that shit yeah thank you sapphire have thank, a great day thank you, you know, and everybody <laughs> you are a trip and everybody next week we're going to continue on some more conversation of course you can find me at ms radio sapphire that's m-s-r-a-d-i-o-s-a-p-p-h-i-r-e also at Sapphire's Ear of Play, S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E-S-E-A-R-P-L-A-Y on Instagram. Next week, whew, stay tuned. Next week, remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more Earplay fun, go to iTunes, all podcasting platforms.